Podcast like a motherfucker. Welcome to Amazon Podcast, episode 65, part A. <laughs> part a lot, dude. <laughs> a lot by now. <laughs> We're back. It's uh, Henry P. Miller. And Casper Swede. And we're going to be going over our last round of the Smith F. Invitational game. So, Casper, do you want to start first? Uh, yeah, so in this round, number three, I think, we played Army Swap, and uh, I had to swap with uh, Omar Komen's uh, MSU Dwarves, and obviously, because I was playing Dwarves, I beat the shit out of Vermis Swarm, and I got 20 points. <laughs> uh, but in reality, we actually didn't play at all, uh, but that's what happened in my head. <laughs> Did you get 20 points? Yeah, so you just gave me 20 points, uh, <laughs> the organizer, which is like more than double that I got to my two first games. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. I'm just going on, on benefits, you know? So you, you didn't play and you got 20 points. Yeah, exactly. Easy, Brilliant. easy points. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I think I think uh, a lot of people dropped out this this uh, like at this point out of the event. I think there's been like three or four dropouts. So, you know, things get in the way, I guess. Yeah, it's how it is, right? But um, yeah, so congrats on your 20 points. Where, how many points have you won now? 29. 29. So 29 after three rounds, pretty good. Yeah, exactly. It's almost average 10. Yeah, yeah almost great. there. Especially you got a free yeah. 20 nil. Is that pretty, pretty yeah. good? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so, so maybe you just go straight into my game. Yeah, it's probably the best one. <laughs> so um, I played against uh, Shizu and Army Swap was Demon Legions against my Silver Nails. And um, yeah. naturally, he chose the Dryads and Thicket Thicket Beast um, sideboard. Yep. So, so that was that was what was expected, and I chose his uh, Succubi Eidolon Chariot sideboard. So like a bit of shooting and some more chariots. Or... Yeah, I thought that the shooting would be pretty good against the Huntsman. And mm-hmm. the chariots would kind of zone the, the faster elements of the army from getting around the sides. Yeah. And, yeah. So... What was the, uh, what was the scenario, actually? Good question. The scenario was... So it doesn't matter if you uh, table your opponent, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, good question. Was it... No, Let's it was see. assassinate... Yeah, uh, and, uh, no, it was, it was just, a, yeah, this was the Annihilate. We just, like, you just kill and both people get points. Yeah, that's right, stuff. yeah. So you had to kill, yeah. you kill, like, a certain amount of points and you get a tournament point. Yeah. So I, I think my opponent didn't really understand that, but I tried to, <laughs> I tried to tell him when we finished about it, but yeah, I will get there. So, okay. yeah. So how, what, what happened in the game? So he dropped for, no, I dropped for first, I dropped for first turn. We're playing like we're playing diagonal, and uh, I dropped. For, I I'm pretty much sure I dropped for first turn. So I had like most. It was diagonal, and I had like a building to like the right of the diagonal, and so most of my army was on the left. And he kind of, because I was gonna go first. He like cornered really hard in the back. And he didn't really vanguard. He didn't really vanguard anything. He wasn't very aggressive, which was like not exactly not how I play the army, which is fair enough. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so, and he also had the like the hunter prince, hunter prince in like a unit of heath hunters instead of the wild huntsman, which was an interesting choice. But uh, yeah, yeah, um, it's. it's- uh, so did, he, did you know if he plays like uh, Silver Elf lots? Yeah, he said he said that he has a Silver Elf army, I think. Okay. And actually, we were playing on Warhol, which I must say that was the, my first time on Warhol. Fucking insanely good. The at least <laughs> at least the at least the paid package. I don't think it's worth the money, but it was very yeah. like user friendly. Let's say. Yeah, he he introduced me to Warhol as well. 
and I thought it was also like really great. But my experience was kind of it was it was really nice. But what is it like good enough to like go through the effort of introducing somebody to it? Like you know, if you say, "Oh, we're gonna play," and whatever. oh yeah, definitely, definitely. You you would do it. Like for me, I just hate te- teaching people stuff. Maybe like that's the- <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I think the user experience that I had was so good, and I was so impressed by it. But then I played against Christopher a couple of days ago, and my like free premium packages run out and it was a bit shit <laughs> so yeah i'm like yeah you lose a lot of so things. now i'm like okay i think maybe ub is just better because i'm not i don't want to i've already paid for ub i'm not going to pay for warhol extortionate prices <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i just i just figure that like yeah ub ub is better because i, I know how to use it and i get all the features i need whereas warhol I don't want to have to pay, like, I think it's what, like, is it $10 a month or something like that? Yes, it's like an insane amount, I would say. $120 a year? Like, come on, like, you can buy, you can buy, like, you can buy, like, a video game on Steam for, for max, max $30, $40, and you have it for life. Yeah, I mean, you can also, like, yeah, if, if you look at, like, subscription things, like, for... For like uh, for ninety euros, I think you can get like a whatever PlayStation or Xbox subscription that gives you like fucking free games every month and shit that you also can just play right. And that that's just so much more value than, than something like this. Yeah, I agree. So I think value not so good, but user experience was fantastic. So yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. I mean, if if we, if we go back into lockdown, then I'll consider it. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But if if not, then yeah, no chance. Um, but anyway, back to the game. So yeah, most of my army was deployed on the left to the side of the building. He had like three forests in his deployment zone or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I guess I, I don't really want to go in there unless I really want to grab the balls by the by with my teeth. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. So uh, I was like, well, I'm just going to kind of surround him and push him into the corner a bit more and use the fast stuff to just to force him in there and when he's like fully in there he's gonna I'm just gonna push everything and that, yeah, was, sure. that was sort of my plan you, and you were gonna like do like a sheepdog basically you just like run around push the sheep into the corner yeah, exactly and then... exactly nice use like the chariots and stuff so I don't really have many notes in this game because it was over pretty quickly um, <laughs> okay. he I had like I had a unit of scouting idolons and a harbinger with scout and venom sacks. So I could only scout him in his in my deployment zone. So obviously I wanted to put the idolons with him like together because the poison actually works for shooting as well. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So, so you weren't actually going to, like, were you just going to deploy them like normal after everything else basically yeah so i wanted to obviously i wanted to shoot the huntsman because that's the danger unit and he didn't yeah. he didn't have any um any he didn't have the character in there so it didn't have any magic res so i was like well okay i've got a divination wizard with a with a divination magic missile and a and a shooting <laughs> weapon so so maybe if i put him with the eidolons against the huntsman that's going to be good so i measured yeah. it out and i what i could do is i could put the harbinger like in the deployment zone and the eidolons outside the deployment zone and I could move them all up and shoot the huntsman on the first turn. So that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I uh, I think I, I killed like two or three with the D6 magic missile. Mm-hmm. And then in the shooting phase, I think I, think I killed the whole unit. Like the whole unit, just like it was something like... What is it? It's eighteen shots hitting on, hitting on fours or fives, and then <laughs> wounding on threes, and then he rolled like shit for the armor saves, and nice. and, they, and they were gone. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Okay. And then not, not, only, like, were, not only were they gone, uh, the the heath hunters that he'd vanguarded backwards failed a panic test and fled off the table. So that was that was like a pretty successful uh, turn one. I think I also yeah, got another yeah. spell off as well. <laughs> okay. So that was a really good turn one. Like his his turn one, he was like, "Ah oh, shit," <laughs> and he kind of like like kind of 
moved his stuff around, didn't really do a whole lot. Don't think maybe he'd pinged a wound <laughs> off someone somewhere. It wasn't like a yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't nothing really impactful. yeah nothing that bad. Uh, I I basically prioritized stopping um, Totem Beast, and like allowed him the other stuff. He may maybe killed a couple yeah. of Eidolons or something like with a swarm of insects. I can't remember. Um, I mean, they've been, they've done their job at this point, right? Yeah, like you basically and, don't need them anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but he he was like like uh, pinging away at them. The only thing I had to worry about now was really the the general who was yeah. who who in his turn actually decided to redeploy to go to the other side of the table. I think I had. And I think oh the bloke flies on that right side like coming over the hill around the flank or something like that. They were they were over there, so he he kind of ran over that side. The the thicket beast like pushed up into the middle. Um, with the dryads and like my infantry kind of like went opposite them and basically the next couple of turns were me like slowly shooting off bits of bobs like <laughs> trying to cast magic missiles here and there we were kind of all like jogging for a position um, and then I took a, a flank charge with the blowflies into the dryads it was like a ten or something like that, and I made it. I made it in. <laughs> nice, and nice, perfect. The dryads whiffed. I did okay, and the dryads obviously steadfastly they stuck. And then in the following turn, the the hunt the wild huntsman couldn't charge, or they were, he was blocked by something. But he set up like a counter charge, and then. I moved into a position where if he, he could counter-charge the, the bloatflies, but then I would be able to charge like the Myrmidons into the Dryads or something like that. So I was kind of setting up for like a big play, basically. Yeah. And he had an opportunity where he I chaffed his Thicket Beast with some Furies. He charged like a Kestrel, the Kestrel Knight into the flank and the Thicket Beast into the front. And so he could overrun with the Kestrel Knight like sideways okay. to block my dryads and he could yeah. overrun or he could overrun Wait, your dryads oh sorry my myrmidons into the dryads ah, okay okay well okay. my dryads yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and, and then he could overrun mind. the thicket beasts into um into the myrmidons as well okay. and he he got off like re-roll to hit and divine attacks which was pretty good spell okay. at that point and I was yeah, like nice. he rolled too yes. high for me to stop it and yeah. and I was like ah, I think the Myrmidon should beat the Thicket Beast anyway and he was like convinced that, it, that the Thicket Beast would beat the, the Myrmidons but I I mean I, okay. I, take, I take his word for it he he's probably right so the Thicket Beast needed a 6 for the overrun into the yeah. into the Myrmidons and rolled a 4 didn't make it and at that point he was like oh. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna concede now <laughs> <laughs> because basically it meant that yeah. I could charge the world into the thicket beast, overrun into the dry yeah. edge, and just yeah, basically kill everything. Kill everything, yeah. I think okay. the only points I wasn't gonna get was maybe the huntsman, maybe the wizard, but probably okay. gonna get everything. And this was the point. This was the point where you're trying to convince him that he needs to actually get some points. Yeah, and I was like, look, like it's not about what you what you lose is more about what you kill so like you have like yeah. the hunter like he can kill the world if he gets the right dice like do you want to just play it out we're on turn three and I was quite enjoying the Warhol experience and he'd, yeah. he'd like actually done a really good job of like teaching me like all the basics yeah he was uh, he was really good teaching me as well yeah so um, he was like yeah you know what I don't, I don't care let's just call it a 20 and, and we had like a little bit of a chat and we were saying like, oh, like, yeah, you could have done this, you could have done this and where, where did we go wrong? And we had like a little kind of reminisce yeah. about the game and then in the end he's like, okay, should we just, do you, do you mind if we just call it 15-5? And I was like, yeah, I don't care, that's fine. So we call okay. it, call, call it 15-5. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, it should probably be in a 25 or something, you know, like, uh, because you probably get everything, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Didn't didn't need to work it out. Yeah, I'm it not, I'm, it's not like matter. I'm like super fussed, but yeah. So it was fifty five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so like my reaction seems to be that like if he had thought a little bit more about the fact that this scenario was just killing shit, like I wouldn't he just have run a little bit more at you, like because 
I mean, you know, when your stuff, when like your stuff is not as spread out, or rather, when your stuff is spread out, like he can go through things with like the huntsman and the and the lord and stuff. Whereas when you push him into a corner, I mean, like he, like every, like there'll always be support charges and stuff. Like he can't actually avoid all the stuff you have. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I think. I think the deployment was the big mistake that he made. Like, actually yeah, allowing me, I mean, allowing me to shoot the huntsman in turn one. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's a, he he knows what the idolons can do because he uses them, right? So he should he yeah, should exactly. know that they can scout, they can march up, and then they can shoot. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I mean. Like, I I I would have thought that like going into a corner wouldn't be the the like right solution to this matchup. But I don't know. I've never played either army, so. Yeah, I mean, a cornering is maybe not the worst thing, but I think, I think um, it's more like. Just not not giving me not giving me the easy play in the first turn to yeah. to damage like the key unit in the game. Yeah, exactly. Like this is something I definitely like try to to take away into my own playing as well because like just to go like okay well you know if, if this guy for example in, in uh, like recently i played a guy of 18 writers and i'm like okay well where are they gonna go and how far can they shoot like the, actually measuring it out instead of just like putting shit down you know yeah exactly so so that's that was the the first mistake i think he made and then maybe maybe i made made a mistake by allowing him the reroll to hit and divine attacks but he didn't make the overrun, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, and still, like, yeah, I mean, he probably wins, especially with that spell. But then I, I wasn't also... really bothered about losing stuff, to be honest, because yeah, exactly. I can just I charge mean, like, other stuff into the Thicker Beast and kill them the next turn. Yeah, I mean, and the Eidolons will do, like, a, they go first, I assume, and they're strength five, so, like, they're going to do a big dent in the uh, Thicker Beast anyway. Yeah, and I had, like, all the... It was going to be my turn next, right? So I had all the counter charges to, like... I had the Titan Slayer Chariot that could go into the Thicket Beast. I had uh, something coming around the flank. I think it was uh, Brazen Beasts, which also flaming attacks. Yeah, exactly. So there was like a lot of stuff going on, and I, I mean they they were gonna die. And it for me, yeah. I was I was more bothered about just killing everything. I didn't really care about losing stuff because of the scenario. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think demons play pretty well in that since like all the units are like little bombs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they might not all stay very well, but they all do like a ton of damage. And I, I think as well because you get like one third of your of the damage that comes against you is saved. Like you, you don't yeah. really bleed that many points anyway. Yeah. So yeah, uh, fifteen five to me. Cool. I, I take it. Yeah, I mean, does this? Are you like at the top now or something? Or how's I'm it going? In second place. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so, I think we're, what are we, like, eight or ten players left or something like that? Yeah, some, something like that. Yeah, so uh, next in next round we have uh, Fight for the High Ground. So it's a 4,500 point uh, uh, army with, you know, the, the choices as normal. And then it's uh, King of the Hill. So this is a very standard uh, round, actually. Yeah, okay. So do you know who you're playing against? Uh, yes, uh, I did check that, and now I, yeah, I'm playing against Jung Seward, uh, the guy in Australia, the guy that uh, Matt uh, played against. Okay, cool. And what he's playing Beastheads? Ooh, that's not a good question. I think so. I actually don't know, but but maybe um, that should be fun. I haven't played Beastheads against the the Vermis form yet. Uh, I'm trying to find the lists now. Uh, oh, here we go. Yes, there. Oh, he's top. Yeah, Beastards. So, should I just uh, go through what he has? Yeah, do it. So, in his A list, he has a Soothsayer as his general, who's a Wizard Master on Evocation with Agor's Affliction and Ancestral Carvings. So, what does Agor's Affliction do? Uh, that gives a plus one resilience and a four plus regen save. Okay, cool. And ancestral carvings is like high defensive skill or like distracting or something, distracting right? Distracting plus two attacks and plus two strength. Yeah, so he can he can definitely fight, uh, yeah. especially against my really crappy shit. Uh, then he has a centaur chieftain who is a greater totem bearer, battle standard bearer. Uh, Destiny's called pair weapons and ranger's boots. Yeah. Wait, you can have ranger's boots on a centaur? Yeah, it's on foot. What the fuck? 
wait, can you have Ranger's boots on like a, uh, on an infernal dwarf that has like the ritual of whatever it's called? Yeah. Dude. Oh, maybe maybe not because that one might be Dude. cavalry. But if it's beast, then uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Ah, oh, shit. If it's beast, that's a fucking sick combo right there. That's re I really like that. It's going to be pain to play against, but <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> how, how fast is he then? Like, he's like moving like March 20 or something. Yeah, um, so. March 20. Fuck. Oh, it's going to be such a pain. Okay. Uh, then he has uh, 30 wild might, might even be more. I'll check, but you carry on. <laughs> 30 wild horn herd with paired weapons, uh, full command, banner of the wild herd, and the bloodhorn totem. Uh, 15 wild herds with throwing weapons and ambush, a musician. 6 razor tusk herd, a single razor tusk. Uh, 10 long horns with ambush and halberds. 5 gargoyles with scouts. Uh, 2 beast giants with uh, just a couple of trees. Uh, that's, so that's his A list. Uh, then in B, he has a Soothsayer who's an adept on shamanism with ancestral carvings, three raiding chariots, two Jabberwocks, two Briar Beasts, and five Pharaoh Hounds. That's a really, that is a really nice sideboard, I would say. Nicely themed. Uh, and then in C, he has a Minotaur Warlord with a, a shield with obscuring fog, uh, heavy armor with wild form, a supernatural dexterity hand weapon, talisman of shielding, and potion of swiftness. So he can strike super duper duper fast i guess uh let's see what so what does obscuring fog do do you know that obscuring one? fog i think it gives you like magic res or something i'll just i'll check so for the record okay. ranger's boots gives you plus two advance and plus four march up to maximum 10 12 so he's going to be advanced 10 march 12 uh, okay so so well, actually, might might the centaur chieftain not already be higher march anyway? So he's it might he's just... eight he's eight sixteen. So he goes to ten, yeah. he goes to ten twelve ten ten twenty. Sorry, ten. no, wasn't it to wasn't it capped at twelve? So probably he goes to no, ten capped at twenty. Capped at twenty. Twenty. Oh, sorry. Okay, that yeah. So ten twenty then. Ooh. And uh, well, anyway, the the miniature warlord is probably going to strike like at agility ten. Or whatever it has a five plus ages parry. So yeah, uh, obscuring fog gives you um, minus one agility. Um, when um, so you get you get wait well, sorry. <laughs> How's this going? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when using the shield, the enemy units in base contact with the bearer suffer minus one agility, but the bearer's unit does not benefit from plus one agility when you charge. Okay. Well, okay, so I think he's like, with supernatural dexterity, he's like plus three, right? Or is it plus two? Plus three agility, I think. Uh, so I think he's like base agility eight already or something, or either seven or eight. And then he's, so you remove the charge bonus from your opponent. And then he has a potion of swiftness for another plus three or whatever it is. And uh, so he like he will effectively be like a guilty I don't know like a ten or eleven or whatever if he wants to. So, so he's just he definitely strike before whatever. Super fast warlord coming out the fog. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty cool. And then he has a wild was a wild form on his heavy armor. Uh, that that allows him to give plus one strength or plus one resilience. Okay, and minus, and minus, minus, minus one minus yes. one, yeah. Yeah, it's like they see so like switch strength for resilience. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So I guess he can just like turn it on if he thinks it's gonna kill shit before it gets to strike. Yeah, but he's only got a four up save. Four up save and a five plus ages. Yeah, is what he has. So quite so he's not, quite squishy. Yeah, he's like it's like an interesting build. And like I don't know how impactful these choices will be against me. Like maybe if if he like fights my demon. Uh, dictator rather than than like perhaps you know he would be able to like you know use his tricks to make him go before the dictator but I, I if he's fighting the dictator I think it's <laughs> the dictator is pretty, pretty deep shit anyway <laughs> uh, yeah and then so to round out the, the seaboard he has three raiding, raiding chariots uh, another three racer tusk herds and a beast giant with another tree okay. so basically he can go for with double jab walk for minus resilience or minus uh, discipline stuff uh, or he goes for minor warlord and another monster and some stuff but otherwise like he has extra free chariots in both yeah I think the B list is probably better 
Yeah, I would think that the Jabberwocks are just going to be horrendous against my army. Yeah, just uh, like, because just, like you know, all the discipline stuff. Oh, dude, yeah, this is going to be the this is going to be fucking horrific. Like, <laughs> like just just if he just like flies one of these assholes next to one of my units and then makes me take a terror test from like giants, like I'm going to have to test on terror on like discipline four or something like five or four or whatever it is. You know, it's yeah. just going to be worse. All, Especially all if the terror. Yeah, uh, especially if he casts um, uh, Whispers of the Veil, like I'm definitely gonna lose an important unit to this, like a hundred percent. Maybe his hereditary spell actually come in handy. Oh shit! What does that even do? I don't. Oh yeah, it makes you cause fear, right? I think it makes you cause fear, and if you cause fear, you cause terror. Yeah. Oh shit, dude. Yeah, so it's gonna like be another... rough. Yeah. Well, like, no, you get you gain fear, fearless, terror, and enemy in base contact suffer minus dude. one. Dude, suffer minus one oh. Okay, I'm gonna lose. I'm hundred percent gonna lose. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. He's gonna okay, so he's gonna pick uh, he has a vocation, right? So he's just gonna say, Okay, well I think Whispers of the Veil and Echoes of the Dark Forest, which is the red terry. And then he can essentially just charge whatever I have and go like, let me take my eight dice and put them in two piles. And uh, you just get to choose which way you wanna lose, okay? <laughs> oh, I think I think you have one key thing that's gonna stop him doing that. Please, please tell me. <laughs> well, it's uh, sideboard B, <laughs> which has all the fucking shooting in the world. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's basically what we're gonna have to go for. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think I'm beating this list in combat. That's uh, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it hasn't had that much staying power. Like you've got all the big blocks. I think. Yeah, that's I think true. this this army is kind of gonna dance around you and. And get like get you like in multiple flank charges and yeah, got some exactly. ambush ambush stuff which is gonna be really annoying for you. Um, like the central chieftain is gonna be pretty annoying because he's gonna be running around. He's got gargoyles which are like long range chaff. He's gonna have yeah. realistically two flying monsters causing havoc. Like it's 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 gonna be a massive mess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, if, but that's you, probably yeah. why I wanna. That's why I wanna take the shooting. I think because the other sideboard with the ambush, like the. So the thing with the ambush is that it's it's really good when your opponent is kind of immobile because you can you can like kind of surround them easily. But if your opponent is already mobile, like ambushing a big block of something on the flank, like that doesn't really help because they could still just fly around it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so I th I don't think uh, it's like the worst matchup for you. If you can keep your force in a coherent manner and not get like pulled out of formation too much, yeah, maybe you can use the um, the the what they call like the skirmishy guys. Do you have, you have yeah, skirmishy guys, right? Maybe uh, you can use you them to like block the ambushes a bit. Yeah, exactly. Like I think that like the. Grenadiers can definitely like if the grenadiers just hang about at the back because like a good thing for me is that he actually can't shoot any he can't shoot at all right so no, he has made that's usually that's, weapons, but... yeah that's the problem for for vermin swarm shooting usually is that it's kind of vulnerable to just being like magic missiles and stuff but he doesn't actually have a lot of magic missiles or small arms fire thirty throwing weapons and that's it. Yeah, exactly. So that needs to get really close, and and I mean, like, so I feel like that that should be like the the sails and the deep fire throwers should be pretty okay. As he, well as he'll also pillows. probably have swarm of insects. Yeah. Oh shit! It's gonna be fun to see if I can do something with the dreadmill chariots this time because last time they like literally died to one shot from an inquisitor. So. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a good matchup for them. Yeah, definitely, because they're light troops and they like have this weird ass charge range, right? So you yeah. never I mean, quite know. If you can, happen. if you can take the gargoyles off early as well. Yeah, which I mean, they're skirmish, right? So they're a little bit difficult to shoot. Yeah, but... and they're going to be at the back. But if you can get them with a magic missile or something. Yeah, exactly. Like I could, I could. I mean, I don't have to push. Like, what's good is that because he might not have too much shooting other than swarm of insects. If uh, that's long range, I mean, he might not be able to like really threaten the dreadmills early, so that I can kind of like hang about with them for a bit. Yeah. Also, just remember that the beast giants can choose to vanguard if they want to. Yeah, oh, yeah that's true. And the uprooted tree is that like it's different from the club. That's actually quite actually... good against you. Because it, it, it auto hits mm -hmm. with strength 5, AP 0. I think, oh, I yeah. think that's what it does. Well, Let me just check. But I think that's what it does. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, strength 5, AP 0. Well, I mean, it's not actually that 
good. Well, it's. I mean, I don't have a lot of armor, so it's. I guess it's good for going for the slaves. Yeah, because he he also hits right, so it's five attacks, yeah. and then every wound that he takes, he gets an extra attack. So yeah, it's, that's it, true. It is so quite he starts good. to grind. He's definitely going to grind through a lot of stuff. Yeah. So there yeah, are also actually, things that you need to prioritize. I mean, if I was him, I'd probably vanguard them and just put the pressure on early. Yeah, probably, because, like, the, the Vermiswarm... I mean, they're a little bit like Empire, right? Like, they just crumble if there's too much pressure put on them because you can't, like, deal with everything at once. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's... Uh, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in my <laughs> in my Vermiswarm, uh, so I'm not sure, actually, how to predict this one. I think it's a hard matchup for you. Yeah, I think he is like it's his game to lose. I think that's yeah, my feeling. Yeah, and um, so I, I'm gonna just gonna have to play kind of tight and uh, and then see if there's any opportunities in the game. Yeah, and if you can if you can push towards the objective, if depending on if it favors you or not, then that's that's gonna that's gonna be kind of the difference between winning and losing. I think. Yeah, but I'm probably have to go. I'm probably gonna have to do that late, like just like kind of castle up a little bit in the beginning, and then you know measure out which turn do I need to start pushing. Yeah, and make sure that you the objective that you choose for him to get, make sure it's somewhere in the middle of the table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he can't just like put an ambushing unit on it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, that's this actually quite interesting because uh, like you know if you place face like a blocky list, you can always, sometimes you can actually do quite well by just putting it on the other side of the board, so they have to like sacrifice an important unit to get it, but definitely not against this army. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So my matchup, I am playing against Math CD. Oh. And apparently it's Infernal Dwarves. Oh, joy. Which is probably not fun. <laughs> um. Oh, he said that his list has been updated because of the new points. So that probably just means that it's more broken, right? Yeah, I mean, from what I heard, they got even better in the last update. Yeah, or maybe that's just the whiners. You know, I, I haven't actually, I haven't even, I had to be honest, at this point, I haven't even looked at it anymore because I'm just gonna, like, I'm just gonna wait until they say it's gold at this point. Like, it, it's not worth yeah, trying it just to learn. Yeah, too often, does. right? Okay, so. Yeah, exactly. What's he got? <laughs> List A. So the first 3,000 points that I'm gonna be facing is uh, a profit on a bull of Shemut. He's a prophet of Shemut. Not sure what that does. Maybe we should bring up the book because that just means that he can actually be on a bull. I think okay. it might, like it might give him something else. I, I'll bring up the book right. while you read. He's got a bull of Shemut. He's an adept on occultism. He's got a shield, an alchemist alloy, an infernal weapon, magical heirloom, and obsidian rock. So this is difficult for me to deal with to start with. Occultism's pretty good against elves. He's going to have the breath weapon. He's going to have probably pentagram and pain. He's uh, got a vizier. He's got on a seat of authority with a shield, a BSB, and a binding scroll. Also not So the, uh, the prophet of Shemut doesn't actually give you anything other than the option to take a big bull. Okay. Is the bull of Shemut a big bull? A great bull, yeah. That's the uh, monster's monster version. A, it, it's not a great bull. It's just a bull. Is that it's... It's well, well, maybe it has changed, and it, like the which list where I'm looking like in the thread or something, but yeah, uh, thread page five. But anyway, uh, so back yeah. to the list uh, 24 Infernal Warriors with shields, blunderbuss, standard bearer with legion standard, musician, and champion. And hint, hint, there's an infernal bastion down at in the list. Yeah, here we go. So that's the broken 20 shots combo. every turn with a legion yeah, standard for like 40 ranks. Uh, <laughs> 21 battle levies with paired weapons by musician standard bearer band of relentless company so soon that's where the vizier is going four kadim incarnates apparently they're shit but I have not played against them in a while so need to read the rules three Turok anointed with paired weapons musician champion that sounds like something that the huntsman would like to kill uh, a kadim titan with walking earthquake and an infernal bastion so that sounds like Probably that list on its own can beat my yeah. forty five hundred <laughs> I mean, point list. Basically, the the just a unit of blunderbusses, like they can just like march around, and as soon as you come anywhere close to them, they're like, "Oh yeah, twenty shots, bro!" Like, how many else are you gonna lose? Like yeah. hitting on fives, winning on twos. It's, it's probably like 18, eighteen inch range strength. Yeah, exactly. Twenty. Yeah. yeah, it's like eighteen inch range strength five. I think. 
Shirt 5, it's, come on. Yeah, it's fucking, it's so broken, I really want to play it. <laughs> why did, why did like I say, oh, Casimir, you should get a new, a new army? Yeah, okay. Well, actually, it's only range 12 now, so it's not that far. It's uh, range 12, strength 5, AP 3. AP 3? Oh, wait. It actually got back march and shoot now, just so you know. Uh, so it's, uh, it's so it's march not really, 9. It's not really range 12. No, no, it's, ra it's range 21, bro. And then range it shoots everything for the bastion. I'm sensing an infernal <laughs> dwarf with you, Casimir, after this game. Yeah, yeah holy shit, man. Oh, it's, quick to, <laughs> it's quick to fire as well. Yeah, it's quick to fire and accurate, so it's and accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and and you don't suffer negative hit to hit modifier from standard shoot, and I guess you get twenty shots from a bastion, so I can't even charge yeah. you. Yeah, fucking hell, that's so stupid. Oh, holy fuck! Okay, and what do they hit, what do they hit on? Uh, probably, I would guess fives. Let me see. Bet uh, you it's not fives. Bet you it's not fives. It's, it's it is fives. Like it can't be, it, like it can't be better than fives with like with like yeah, accurate. Yeah, it is a five. It is a five plus. Fire. It is a five plus. <laughs> so um. so, but like still five plus is like that. Five plus is that like ephemeral number that can just swing widely either way. Like if it's sixes, you're probably not getting that many sixes. But if it's five, you can pick up twenty dice and get like ten five plus. You know? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, it's twenty four of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. List list B. He's got a Vassal Conjurer on uh, Adept on Pyromancy. I, I can see where this is going. <laughs> 15 Citadel Guard with Smutlock Axe, Musician Champion. Three more Torah Anointed with Paired Weapons. Infernal Artillery with a Nafta Thrower. Infernal oh, yes. Engine with a Nafta Thrower. Let's see what the Nafta Thrower does, because I don't know. It's like a, isn't it like a, just a Flamethrower? Probably, right? Probably yeah, Flamethrower plus one. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's a strength 4 flame for range 12, normally. Uh, probably gets longer if it goes on the Infernal Terry, uh, like I usually think, doubles yeah, range. Yeah, short range is strength 5, AP 2. So, so all of these have got March and Shoot back, by the way. Uh, that's fun. Uh, Multiple so, D3 at short range. Yeah, but that's... Oh yeah, short range. Gonna, yeah. Strength sounds, 5. Sounds oh, like I'm not, not going to take the uh, Thicket Beast. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, 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 especially since it. Well, yeah, so the short range will be 12. Uh, I mean, but the rangers are not really any better, let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the flamethrower is really rough against uh, that and, kind of unit. And you've well. got two of them. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Prophet, Prophet of Shemut, Bull of Shemut, Wizard Adept on Alchemy, Shield, Battle on Fusion, Infernal Weapon. Don't think he's going to be taking this one, let's be honest. Alchemy, not ideal. No. 20 Vassal Levy, pair weapon bows, blah, 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 Baron of Clanton's company, 22 Shock Slaves, no one cares. Four Kadim Incarnates, as I said, supposed to be shit, don't know. Six more Torak Enforcers, yeah. He's going to be taking B, let's be honest. Yeah, 100%. Like, this, so. this to me is like, oh, so, you, so I took one sideboard that has, like, an extra monster, and the other one that's just going to shoot the shit out of you with Pyromancy. Yeah. It's kind of a, that's a rough tailoring, I feel like. So this this one is going to be a tough game. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So let's just quickly go through my list again, and then we can maybe just discuss exactly what the fuck I'm supposed sure. to do against this. Yeah, I just so Kadim and Carnets now they have their fear. They got just Ghost Step, Fear and Fearless, uh, Swift Stride. They have five plus ages. They're like three hit points, resilience four, free attack, strength five. The guillotine free, and they have volcanic embrace one. So mm. I don't know. They just seem like pretty decent monstrous infantry with an ages. Yeah, seems moving right. six twelve. Like yeah. So in brief, you've probably heard this before. I've got the forest prince on the elk. I've got the eagle king druid. I've got two times ten heath riders. I've got ten huntsmen. I've got three kestrel knights and three forest eagles. And then in the sideboard that I'm not taking is irrelevant because I'm not taking it. And the sideboard yeah, C, which is probably what I'm going to be not forced to take, but probably will take. Um, After duress. Yeah, is the shapeshifter with uh, a shield, willow's ward, light armor, elven cloak, silver longbow, and a spear with hunters on it. So he's got a three-up save. He's hard target. Uh, he's got the distracting um, spear. Uh, 16 silver archers with a musician. 19 forest rangers with... Oh, a flaming standard. That's useful. Uh, <laughs> 
Four <laughs> with four command and seven Briar Maidens with a champion. Yeah, it's going to be rough. It's yeah, going to be, be rough. rough. Rough, rough, rough. Yeah, so how many points do you think you're going to get out of this? Hmm. Well, is that like, am I am I sensible and going to try and like the mini submarine or am I just going to go hard? I don't know, like... <sighs> I mean, to be honest, I could take the sideboard B. But... Because the dryads, just, like, the dryads are not flammable, up. they're just not very good <laughs> in this. Yeah. And the Thicket Beasts, obviously, everything is rerolling to wound against them. The, the yeah, exactly. flame throwers don't sound that fun. I think one thing to consider is that, like, because, I, I don't know, like, uh, let's see, he has... Uh, I mean, he has a way to put flaming counters on you anyway, right? Especially since he has the vassal levels levies with bows. Like, those are really yeah, annoying. So, he's probably so going to be like, real to wound anyway, right? Exactly. So, like, maybe flammable, because, like, th there's no, like, double flammable stuff anymore, right? Like, it doesn't matter if you get it twice. No. I think. No, so no, that, no, you don't so, get like reroll, reroll. <laughs> yeah, so that, so I mean, no, I mean, like I, I was wondering if there was some kind of effect where it's like, oh, it, no, it gets I don't know plus AP or some bullshit like because of that, but, yeah, but so probably may, not. So maybe maybe it is maybe that is a better choice. Yeah, like my experience playing against the the, the Infernal War so far is that like if they want to re if they want to hit something, they're probably gonna reroll wounds against it. Like yeah, okay. So let me read out the the sideboard B then. So the Thicket Shepherd, BSB, Toxic Spores. Well, that could be useful. Uh, Dried Ancient Wizard Adept on Divination and twenty three Dries of Scoring Champion five Thicket Beast with a Champion. Yeah, so, so I mean. Well, it depends on what you want to do, I think. Like, uh, if you want to rush him, then... Well, of course I want to rush him. I don't do anything else. You played against me. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, maybe like, maybe the, it's better to have the have Cyborg B then. I mean, the Thicker Beasts are quite a good counter to the Infernal Warriors, let's say. I mean, the Strength 5, yeah. Blunderbusses are just going to rinse the Elves. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, like, they're decent against it. Like, they're, I mean, they're good against anything, right? And I have the Kestrel like, Knights to go after one of the Nafta Throwers. Um, it would be nice to have the Archers to shoot a bit, but... But, yeah. I mean, what, so what, what is actually vulnerable to small on fire in this list? Like, the, like maybe the... I mean, I can move up into short him? range and, and kill some Anointed. They're not that high armor save. Um, no, the resilience five though. Yeah, but like, if I get in short range, I mean the Kadim also quite nice to shoot at. Yeah, I think the Kadims is like the best thing to to shoot kill by shooting because he only has a five plus agent. But he's gonna That's have it. a Titan and an engine. Oh, fuck's sake, dude! How this is not a fluffy list like a Bastion engine and a Titan. Holy fuck, dude! And then he uh, as like I mean I think the fluff thing is that he has a caster on a on a bull, but but still, then he also has a bull, so it's just like four. Threats that's just fucking super I think, difficult. I think, to I think with. he maybe missed the the memo about the fluffy lists. Yeah, I mean, but then again, he, I mean, he plays in Firm Wars, right? That's that's the yeah. part of the you know, like that's you sign the contract when you start the army. You're like, I'm like, I'm not not gonna go soft, you know, like it's gonna go hard every game. Uh, Infernal engine, like res seven with seven hit points. Ugh. It's like, can can my can my stag can my stag actually do anything against that? Probably, probably. I think he could like if he let like that that would be the one so what uh, strength is he at your stack guy yeah so like you're some fours he's probably That's, not gonna have any armor I hit, only I hit him on twos I wound him on fours and he's gonna have a six up save you have um, only AP3 or yeah only AP3 okay. so in that sense it's there's a possibility that I can kill that what the fuck yeah. does the titan do these days Okay, that's a bit more squishy. Still got seven hit points. Yeah. It only it has a five plus five plus save. Uh, well, that will be twos and threes with uh, five yeah. of pages. So what what I found, what I faced the Titan, not in this situation, I think, but in last one recently, and like it only has three attacks. Like if, as long as well, it doesn't not, get to not stop. Not if it's a walking earthquake, it's got six attacks. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's... Oh, plus three attack value. Uh, is that what he has? Or? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, well, I take back everything I said. Like, I, I was fighting as the free attack one, and I like I literally put an abomination into it, which is like a regen monster. So I, I thought, like, ah, oh, this abomination will, like, do a wound or two and then die. And the abomination, like, did six wounds and almost killed it. And then, <laughs> you know, and then died. I was like, okay, that's, like, 300 points, and your thing is, like, almost 500 points. Well, I guess that's okay. Yeah, it's good I mean, that's okay. Like, but I've only got one tool to deal with these things. Yeah. And he's, got two of, and he's got two of them, so... <laughs> yeah. It's still good. It's going to be rough. Yeah, I think I think I probably will take Sideboard B. I haven't haven't used it yet, so... <laughs> okay, well, probably should, well then. Probably should break them out. Yeah. I Also, I'd like to just make a small update that the uh, the Infernal... Like, when you take the uh, Tauric Ritual, you do become a beast, so you can Rangers boots. You, like, you can buy yourself four little Rangers, like, hoof coverings or something, and then, like, go stomping around real fast. <laughs> you won't be as crazy. You'll be, like, uh, you'll be advanced nine and March 19, I think, or, uh, no, March 18. Yeah, still okay. Still pretty, pretty cool. Like, that's definitely, like... Uh, so when, really when are you going to get some Torah customer? <laughs> so I was actually thinking about that recently, or recently as in, like, just before this, like I was waiting for you, I was looking at your firmware models, and like I still haven't quite found the thing, like you know, that I like the models that I would want. Um, because Surely I like, like the, next the Lost Kingdom ones, like yeah, they're the really, cool ones, right? You can't really go, but I, I've also heard them. rumors that uh, that Games Workshop might be doing Infernal Dwarves or Chaos Dwarves or whatever for some next upcoming army because they released like Hobgoblins or some shit, uh, for AOS, right? I so I think in this. Same. Yeah, so at this point, maybe I'll just wait a little bit just to see. Like, they're probably going to be shit. Like, let's be honest. Most of, of their models are, are pretty shitty nowadays. But, but like, it's good to just wait and then, then, you, know, if, then you can decide at that point because I'm in no rush anyway. Yeah, I, I made a decision uh, over the weekend to do another army. <laughs> oh, what, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to do another high elf army. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> So I, I decided that I, I've been thinking about it for for a while, and I was like, because because I I got best painted or I was like nominated as like one of the top three. I was yeah, you got you tied in the yeah, best painted tied and best painted at Tech three way tie. Yeah, um, I was like, well, you know what? I'm actually ca quite capable of doing a good army. Yeah, you are like hundred percent. So, so I was like, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a high elf army out of Lord of the Rings models and do like non metallic metal on the golden armor. Mm -hmm. And just try and try and try and do that. <laughs> yeah, cool. Like so that's I'm, it seems like a fun project. Although, like, I wonder, I wonder how the non-metallic metal part's gonna gonna be. I guess you're gonna have to practice a bit. Yeah, and yeah, but I mean, I've got three or four armies in front of them in the queue. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm so I'm just like accumulating some models at the moment. I've got quite a few in yeah. in my box, but. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, yeah, exactly. it's a while away yet, but I've I've just kind of decided on that. Okay, cool. Like, yeah, I mean, I still haven't really started getting the stuff for for Infernal Dwarves, but I like I know I want to do them at some point. I just like I'd like the rules to be a bit more stable before I start like buying shit, and then you know, like it 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 ends up being not fun or like you know, like whatever. Like the list changes too much or something. So, like are, that. are you gonna do a new army, or are you just gonna use your dwarves? So that, that's the that's the debate right now. So like, if I just want to play, I mean, I would just do like a, a a good version of Infernal Dwarves and like buy something for all the extra units that like kind of fits the the normal dwarf theme. Like maybe just like the, like dwarf cav and and uh, like some dwarf on a big bull that doesn't look too evil. This kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, that's one option if I just want to play. And the other option is I've been thinking about if I want to try to make like a best army army again, like for my ne next projects. And I do think Infernal Dwarves is a good army for that because they have so many like different types of unit entries and heights and stuff. And like you can do a lot of conversions and shit in the units. And in that case, I, I would probably be do like looking at doing like some OSL stuff. Like maybe you have like these like braziers in the units or, or like effects that make everything glowing and stuff. Like that would be pretty fun, I think. Yeah, I think, I think now I've kind of been a bit inspired because I got nominated for that award. I'm like, okay, now I should try and paint a bit better and like have a bit higher yeah. standard and really push it out and see. Like, I'm at an age now where I don't need to like bash out an army in two in like two days or a week in in time for a tournament. Yeah. I have like kind of everything ready. 
Yeah, exactly. And it, I think for if you're going for a best painted thing, uh, it also helps a lot that you know that army inside and out. So you you know which units you want to get already. Whereas yeah, I yeah, think, exactly. I think that I've, I I've basically written a list, and yeah. this is the army I'm going to get. I'm not going to get everything for the army. I'm just going to get that, and it's not that much to paint either. Yeah, exactly. Like the the thing I'm worried about for me when I'm like, oh, I'm gonna paint this army amazing, is that you know, like you just end up not with the like you start up with a list and then it changes lots of times and then suddenly you're yeah. like sitting there with shit that takes forever to do and you actually don't have a like functioning list. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how the high off lab's gonna be, but I don't think it's gonna be on a lab for a while. No, I mean, I think that they, like to be honest, of of the books that exist, I feel like it's it has a lot of varied like play styles and like. Unit entries work very well, at, like at least from an outside perspective. I don't feel like there's something in the Highborn Elf book where I'm like, "Oh, this this is absolutely bullshit," you know. I mean, I disagree, but I of course you do. But, <laughs> but I don't. I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. I, th I think it's going to be one of the the latter books. Yeah, sure. I mean, of course, there's like issues in every book, right? But like, I feel like the Highborn Elves function quite well. Like they have some entries that are used way too much. That would be the issue, uh, I think. Yeah, I think there there is a there is a place for most of the the units in the book. To be honest, um, yeah, I think some are much better than others. Yeah, like Cranrig Towers and Queen's Guards. I mean, like, yeah, sure, <laughs> they're crazy. But yeah, let's uh, let's not talk about uh, too much about Hammer now. <laughs> I think we've been going on way too long already. So yeah. I think my prediction <laughs> for this game is, I don't know how good the guy, the player is, but he he's he's number one in the tournament right now. So he's probably better than me and it's a good matchup for him so I'm going to say conservative if I was going into ETC with this matchup maybe a six or seven to me and okay. he's going to get like 13 14 yeah and if I can play if I think if I can get 10 points out of this game it would be good yeah yeah so that, that's going to be the target 10 points yeah that's a, that's a victory definitely yeah so 10 10 that's what we're saying cool <laughs> Just like it, shake on it, no problem. Yeah, job done. Yeah, ten ten. Yeah, <laughs> cheers, man. <laughs> Good game. Are you just uh, one last thing? Are you are you looking forward to the six thousand points? Yeah, I'm definitely definitely looking forward to that one. Cast me uh, if, if you win and I lose, maybe we play each other. Oh, okay. Well, that'd be fun. I to be honest, like it would be fun to see. Like, can you get through all the bullshit? Like, <laughs> how how many how many else does it take so to get through? 12 how how long does it take you to explain six thousand points of Vermis War? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>